0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Monday, December 14th, and these are the top stories the Chi Chi team is watching right now. Monday was the sign of a new beginning. Americans started to receive the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine, marking a major milestone in the fight back against the pandemic that has hit the U.S. harder than any other nation. Sandra Lindsay, a critical care worker from Queens, became the first person in New York, which was once the epicenter of the pandemic, to get the shot outside of drug makers' trials. Lindsay said during a live stream of her historic vaccination that she hopes, quote, this marks the beginning of the end of a very painful time in our country. She also made it a note to instill public confidence that the vaccine is safe. President Trump tweeted shortly after Lindsay's shot, quote, first vaccine administered. Congratulations, USA. Congratulations, world. Late on Sunday, a major cyber attack against U.S. government civilian agencies resulted in an emergency review and a shutdown of some software products. It was reported on Sunday that Russian government-backed spies hacked into the U.S. Treasury and Commerce Departments in a breach so serious that the National Security Council got involved. The hack apparently continued through the night, and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency issued an emergency order instructing all federal civilian agencies to immediately shut down the use of SolarWinds Orion products. SolarWinds, a U.S. network management company, reportedly counts the Secret Service, the Defense Department, and the Federal Reserve among its customers. With Muslim women as a fast-growing demographic in the United States and Europe, models and stylists are now calling for the fashion industry to represent the diversity of Muslim women and to treat the Muslim women working within it with respect. Halima Aden is considered one of the top models of the world, and has been one of the first models to truly break the glass ceiling for Muslim representation in the fashion industry. However, she often found herself in situations where she was forced to miss prayers and wear garments in place of her traditional hijab that did not align with her religious beliefs. Auden recently said that she would be taking a step back from modeling and the fashion industry because she felt she was forced to compromise her religious beliefs for too long. Not only is there an issue with mere respect, but Rafika Akhtar says that the fashion industry also lacks diversity when it comes to Muslim representation. Akhtar, a Muslim model and makeup artist, told the Daily Beast, what you even do see in terms of Muslim representation is so low and so little. Even when you do see, it's a token hijabi girl, and a lot of Muslim representation is always a certain look. It's a white, passing Muslim woman. Saniya Balau, a Muslim model and wardrobe stylist, Says that the industry has heavily misrepresented Muslim women and has failed particularly when it comes to Black Muslim representation. Hoda Khatbi, an activist fashion blogger, says that for true equality of Muslim representation to take place, there also needs to be respect for garment workers, that their voices need to be heard. Apparel supply chains in countries like China have consistently used forced labor of Muslim minority groups, and many garment workers in heavily Muslim countries suffer poor working conditions that would be considered human rights violations. According to the Pew Research Center, Islam will grow faster than any other major world religion over the next four years. The global Muslim population is expected to reach 2.76 billion by 2050. So change will be inevitable. But first, the fashion industry needs to learn to cater to that growing demographic of consumers. It may be a merry COVID Christmas for hundreds of maskless guests around Nashville who attended a so-called boots and BBQ party held by Christian radio personality and personal finance guru Dave Ramsey. Ramsey, who is perhaps the biggest proponent of the snowball method of debt control, has an audience of more than 17 million loyal radio and podcast listeners. Unfortunately, as a staunch COVID denier, he preaches his COVID conspiracy theory to them. In the process, he keeps his media empire's offices open, even to employees who had tested positive for the virus. He has referred to lockdown measures as totalitarian on his radio program and urged listeners and employees not to be, quote, ruled by fear or fall for what he called the hoax and hype about mask wearing and soaring death rates. All of this is despite Tennessee hitting its highest spike in cases in a 24-hour period with more than 11,000 new infections the day after Ramsey's party. The indoor soiree was reportedly held Saturday night at Ramsey Solutions Company headquarters. The bash was so big that the 1,500 invited guests were given maps that pointed them to the various open bars, pop-up casino, and even a silent disco area. A worker at the party said there was a pile of masks at the entrance, but they were not required to be worn. The Nashville scene reports that the shindig was held across multiple floors of the building, and one worker said there were at least a thousand guests inside at one time, and quote, there was absolutely no social distancing being practiced. Adding insult to injury, quite literally actually, the worker noted that neither he nor most of the other workers wore masks at Ramsey's request, in order to avoid, quote, making the guests feel uncomfortable. The website that you've probably been spending plenty of time with during the pandemic has removed millions of videos from its platform. In response to a column published in the New York Times on illegal child sex images, Visa and MasterCard announced they would no longer process payments to Pornhub. In turn, Pornhub suspended all content that was not uploaded by verified partners and members. The number of videos on the adult website reportedly went from 13.5 million all the way down to 4.7 million on Monday morning. Pornhub is concerned that it is being targeted by anti-porn activists whose real agenda is not actually about protecting children. Also, performers in the adult industry are worried that the backlash sparked by the Times piece could hinder their livelihoods. So Santa Claus is generous, but he's been giving the gift that no one wants, the coronavirus. A man in Belgium possibly infected at least 75 residents and staff of a nursing home after a goodwill visit last week. The man, who authorities say is the son of one of the residents, dressed up as Santa to spread holiday cheer, but he may have spread a little more than that. A few days after St. Nick's visit, staff and elderly residents reportedly tested positive for COVID-19. Santa supposedly did wear a mask during the initial visit, but photos posted on social media by family members show that he took it off for the camera. And now, health workers are trying to mitigate the spread so it does not pass on to the other residents. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Hold up.